We are recording this much later than we usually do. But uh, the world is a little sideways today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's 3.51 in real time, but this is live for you. Welcome to uh, the podcast, Derek Chase and the fam. Um, Alex is on with us. Hi, Alex. Hi. And for the first time in this new year, which is only seven days old, and uh, I don't know when the last time we talked to her. The lady had a busy holiday season. Hi, Ash. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Lucky number seven. It's a good day to come on, right? Yeah, there ain't been nothing lucky about this year. (laughs) Not yet. You are not (laughs) kidding. You are not kidding. I literally had the same conversation with Erica yesterday. So we are. It's it's amazing. Go ahead. We are. uh, We are. We're. We're we're not going to talk about any of that stuff because, I mean, it seems like the whole world is just like, I don't care. Like who you really support as long as you're like not too extreme we're all kind of like hand over our face like a little embarrassed by all that so this is where we all agree with that right you went away for a second i thought something happened to my phone it sounds like you backed up from the mic i did uh, i did oh okay um yeah 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 all in agreed um so today i was uh Whose dogs? Right. There's four dogs. I don't know who they could be. That would be the problem children, Pete and Sonny. They picked Hi, me up kid. from work today, and they were all up in the mix. Uh, so t- <laughs> today, as I was starting the show, I, w- I tried to give the date sometimes, and I was like, Thursday, January 7th, 20... It feels like 2020. I don't... I mean, 2020 won't let go of us. And then this morning, um, when I uh, did my Panera hit, the, the manager there... Um, were, I guess, friendly because she found me on Facebook, which she probably shouldn't have done unless she knows me or knows, like, what I do. Otherwise, she went into my account and, you know, then did that. But anyway, I was like, Happy New Year. She's like, has it been? I'm like, good point, but we have 360 days to make it the best we can. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's I guess that's the... If I want to provide any hope, we are only seven days in. So if this is just if this is the worst part of the year, um, nationally, get it fine. out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. I'll say nationally because individually we'll probably all have some other shitty parts. But if this is like the worst part nationally, I'm cool with it. Well, and uh, it, it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't apply to you, ladies. But um, the Cleveland Indians at long last, because this was expected, traded their all-everything shortstop to the Mets today. Why? I saw that. Because uh, this is the last year of his contract with the team, oh. and they, they can't afford to resign him. So oh. they shipped him to the Mets for uh, a bunch of players that nobody, uh, only diehard baseball fans would know. So disappointing uh, sports news week for Cleveland, but... I was going to say, uh, go Browns, and also... You know, <laughs> I get the Browns in the playoffs for the first time in, you know, how many years. I bought my dad a goddamn shirt, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> and now, I'm like, and now I'm going to watch Ohio State lose by, like, 48 points to Alabama, maybe, like, 56. So we'll see, right? It's going to be a great fucking weekend for sports. Here's how little... Here's how little. Here's how Alex. We talked about how the Browns have been bad for most of our our, our lives. Our lives. <laughs> They've My been the laughing life. stock for Ashley, the entire lives. I never even knew you were a Browns fan. I didn't either, I, but I've only known Ashley a year. So yeah. That. So like, I grew up Browns fan. Every when they first came back to Ohio, we had season tickets. 
Um, my dad only had two. So like, sometimes it'd be like me and my mom, like who's going to go as soon as it got cold. My mom's like, you can go. Um, <laughs> when I was like 16, 18, I could like take the car and I was in college. We would go to all the snowy shitty games that my dad didn't want to go to get snowed in Cleveland, get wasted, go this to the game. Wild. Yeah. This is, is why, like I know so much about you and I never knew any of this. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. I, I think I mentioned this to Alex uh, the other day, and, and I, I've said this on the, the air today, and I'm telling other people too. Um, I think their their, their coach, coach uh, uh, Kevin Stavansky, um, mm-hmm. can still exert some influence even from afar. I mean, you would think that you could coach a game from anywhere. It obviously helps to be on the sidelines, which he's not going to be because of COVID. Um, and I think he'll get them as prepared as they can. But I don't think people realize how fucking awful the Steelers have been this year. I have a, a very dear friend <laughs> who is a diehard Steelers fan, but she's very realistic and, you know, we she thinks analytically and that's why we can talk sports. And I remember talking to her in the middle of the season when they were seven and oh, she's like, They suck. And she wasn't yeah. saying that as like a as like a as a Browns fan going after a big win going, they, she's like, no, like they're not very good. They're doing this with smoke and mirrors. I don't Ashley Ben Roethlisberger might be done and they can't run the ball. Yes. I think the Browns are going to win. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I still hope so. I, I, I pray. (laughs) So it's also like, also I just won money like through my fantasy football. And I'm like, this should be a great week for me football wise. I got like money sent to a Venmo that I didn't even know that I have that exists. So money's like floating around somewhere with my name. Um, I'm like, I, we got the Browns. We got Ohio state. I freaking hate the Steelers. I hate the Steelers more than I like the Browns actually. Um, <laughs> so like, I can't, I, it's, I don't know. So are but, you basically saying the Browns are good, only good because the Steelers are so bad. Like the Browns no, seem like I, they're doing really good this year, like, but the Steelers are also really bad. I hate the Steelers every year. Like, mm. I would cheer for another team before and say, I'm less of a Browns fan. I'm going to cheer for this team. I would rather someone out of my conference win than the Steelers win. Mm. And usually I'm like, no, I'll keep it in the conference. Like, let's keep you know, like, let's keep it here. Alex, to answer your question, no, the Browns are good this year. And the Steelers, when you start out like 11-0 and or whatever, I think they were 11-0. Yeah, you, you seem unbeatable, but they had a lot of cracks in that in in that boat, and they played a lot of bad teams as well. And then they would they finish the season? I think they finished the season like one and four or one and three. Like it's been a bad month. That's why I think the Browns can win. And um, Ashley, you know, another maybe you will agree with this or, or not, but it makes sense. Like there's great symbolism in the Browns returning to the playoffs, playing the Steelers. Like if they yeah. were, I mean, it it. It's great that they're back in the playoffs. People, you would oh, still totally. you would still be excited if they were playing the Titans or the Bills or the Colts, but they played their their all time rival. <laughs> yeah, like, it it would mean so rival. much. Yeah, if, if and when they win. Yeah, yeah, I can even I, I agree with that. I know, but I I'm curious. It like, and I thought of this the last time we talked about it, but I never mentioned it. At what point do does COVID then? make it an uneven game and is that fair to continue to play like if there's so many players that are out for covid and a and a head coach like at what point is it just not a you know what i mean like not appropriate to play because it's not an even matchup one writer wrote earlier this week and thankfully the browns thing seen that the browns have a handle on this and it's done and over but you know that can obviously change at any time but this season wasn't going to be fair at all so Mm. right 
that's just what it's going to be. And and you guys hear the the term like they need to put an asterisk on on that record in sports because of cheating or something like the uh, the Astros a couple of years ago when they were stealing signs and banging on trash cans. They're very well may need to be an asterisk on whoever wins the Super Bowl this year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know what I feel? I think I feel like we did maybe talk about this or maybe I got like incredibly angry about it with somebody else. I feel well, like they should totally like you should have had to play no matter what with what you had. Like I would have rather see, rather seen it maybe because also I'm an Ohio State fan. Like I would have seen Ohio State play those other games even with less people. Like in my mind, like they would have gotten like, you know, shut down anyways. So why not continue to let everyone play that, you know, these guys that maybe we'll never see a game, you know, they're sophomores and they're not very good, but they're on the team. Mm. They're like third. Like, why not give them a little attaboy? Let them play. You know? <laughs> wants I, I think I get what you're saying, but I wasn't it the, the their opponents who had to bail out of games, not Ohio State. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, like, right, right. It was already, I understand, like, yeah, that would totally be unfair if, you know, Ohio State's first string is taking on. But, I mean, they played how many games without, like, six, seven players, you know? Um, and I'm glad that they continued to play. We're like, oh, sorry, like, six starters got it where we can't play today. Um, you know, I think that says a lot about a program. It says a lot about, you know, being tough on your team and saying, like, no, keep your keep your ass at home and keep your shit in your pants. Like, you know, like, stay home, keep safe, or you don't play. Um, the, I think the, the, the professionals should totally have been fined at some point. Like They, they were. Some were. Uh, the, yeah. the, the Raiders got fined because they did some dumb things early in the season, and then the players were photographed at, like, public events. So, yeah, some teams yeah. were fined. And, and the, the Titans, who had a, had the first massive outbreak early in the season, um, they – they were going to have maybe the heaviest fun of losing draft picks, which is such a huge deal. But the NFL backed off on that. But teams did get fined. Ashley, how about this for like a nightmare scenario? What if uh, the Browns beat the Steelers and then COVID just ravages the rest of the NFL, but enough so that they can play the games and the, the Browns beat the the Aaron Rodgers-less Packers in the Super Bowl, but everybody's like, ah. The Browns won the Super Bowl, but yeah, they didn't really beat it. They beat a bunch of backups. I would probably still be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just—I mean, it's been decades of being an awful football team. So yeah. Eighteen years since they came back. They came back the year I graduated high school. So and, eighteen years since we're in a playoff. And I remember it was such an indignity. I think it was two thousand seven. Um, and this happened this year, and it's like it, if you win ten games in the NFL, there's got to be like a ninety-five percent chance you're going to make it to the playoffs. The Browns won uh, ten games, I think, in two thousand seven, and they didn't get to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in grade school. I think they moved back when I was in grade school. Nine, uh, ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah, ninety-nine. They that's, came back. Yep. Okay, that's that's correct. And the last to, playoff, I think, was two thousand two, right? Uh, wait, th- yes, last playoff was 2002. And to give you maybe some peace of mind, not that they're connected to one another, but the last time Ohio State played in the title game, um, I too thought they were going to get trounced by Oregon, and the opposite happened. Now, Alabama is a different kind of program, but totally, 
I, I mean, I wouldn't rule them out. I mean, especially with- I'm not ruling them out. I just like this would be my luck, you know. Like everyone, every freaking Ohioan that sticks to the uh, Ohio teams, you know, it's just surely in for it this week. <laughs> but um, you got a new car. I did. You got a new car. I got. A, I got a new whip. Oh, that's cool nice. Now. I got um, to look pick at it you. out myself. 2020 blessed what? you. Who's ringing? What is that noise? That's me. Mm. <laughs> Work calls. You got a bail? No. They'll leave a message. Uh, Ash, how was the uh, the car buying experience? Did you get what you want? And how'd this all play out? So I would say it's a little tricky because I kind of got what I wanted and kind of didn't. Okay. So... We had no idea. Like, we knew what Kevin's credit score was, but, like, we know we have debt. We've been working on paying stuff off. Like, we would pay more every month on things, um, but just really didn't know where that was going to end up. So we were like, well, let's just go. I really wanted a Kia Telluride, to be honest. Ooh, those are nice. It's what I wanted. I wanted it before it even came out. Like, I, I started looking for cars, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I, we went to a place that sells Kia Telluride and it just got like the guy was super nice and I'm a very like analytical logical person I was like listen I don't want to ride the best car I don't want to do anything I actually want you to tell me what I can spend this is where we want to be and then I need to tell you what my car options are so we did that whole thing (laughs) and then sorry hold on my brother heard that and is literally driving here right now to strangle you <laughs> Why? Why? My brother and I were just talking about this today because, r- real quick aside, and you, we can get back to your story because I actually I was there today, as as well, um, and the guy knew what I was. T- he knew he knew that I knew what I was talking about, and he still asked me. He's like, "What are you looking to spend?" And I texted Paul. I was like, "Paul, why do they still ask people that?" I mean, I would have spent one hundred twenty nine dollars a month, like. You, if you tell what you tell them you will you want to spend, you will not spend a dollar less. Sure. And I understand that. But I knew like I had done math on my own and like I knew what it was going to take to get into that car. What I didn't know is like the financing backside of it, like where like credit score wise, like where are we going to be able to fall into like the, the good pricing, you know, like the good interest the good whatever those rates are. Like, I didn't know that. Like, I assumed we'd be fine, but you never know. It's, like, the first time we've done this in a while. So, and I wanted brand new. I didn't want it, I didn't want used, like, once we started looking at used cars, I was like, why are these cars literally $2,000 less than brand new cars? This is insane. <laughs> so, we're like, F that noise. Let's just do this. So, I said, this is this is the max that we'll spend. Whatever. They, he threw me in that Seltos car. Like, that... I test drove that today. Isn't it not the smallest little box on wheels? Um, it it's so tiny. <laughs> Eric's like, I like it. Thanks. Hold hold on. So my brother, so Paul Paul has bet me, and, and actually, you and I have talked some car stuff on and off. Yeah, I just helped a friend of mine. Uh, she got into a new car. So so Paul's been he's been in his pocket of car buying pixie dust, throwing it at me, mm-hmm. and he bet me like a month ago, where he said, I bet your next car is going to be a Seltos. Um, I didn't like it. It rode too hard. It was a mm-hmm. little smaller and a little lower than my Tucson, so I didn't like it. But it's going to work for some people. Look at you and Paul bonding. Alex, 
Sorry. We talk about his his girl being pregnant and it's like cricket. You did. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what? Then just get in where you fit in, Eric. That's all. Get in where you fit in. Paul and I have talked more today than we have in the last six months. It's insane, good. Ashley, oh, so Seltos, uh, you didn't like it. We literally like I drove like down the street and I was like, nope. And Kevin's like, yeah, no, hard no. It's very we turned around. Did you drive? Did you? So I when I get these crossovers and SUVs, I always want the turbo kind. Um, and that Seltos, I drove the turbo today. It's very four cylindery. I mean, that was just a lot. It, it was a lot of words to say that you didn't like it. I just didn't like it. So I'm okay with that. Like, it was like, it wasn't fast. It was weird. It was tiny. Like to put my kids in the back seat, I would have lost my mind. Like they could have reached <laughs> up and like pulled my ponytail. Like, that's how close the seats were. And I was like, this is not okay. My goal is to get them further apart from each other. So that was a hard no. And then he's like, well, let's look at the Sportage. I was like, I can already tell you I'm not riding in that thing. That thing looks like a little bubble, like, on wheels. I have no Mm -hmm. interest in that car. So he's like, okay, so what do you want to do? I said, a Sorento. This is what I want. I want all-wheel drive. I want this. I want that. Okay. And I'm... He brings out, like, the fanciest of all fanciest of Sorrentos, and he's like, I think we can get you into a lease. Actually, I know we can get you into a lease. This car, bells, whistles, and I was like, yeah, but it's not black or white. So it's this whole thing. He's like, ah, oh, we can order one. We take it. It is fancy. Everything is fancy. It, like, jerks the steering wheel to remind me not to get too close to yeah. something. Like, it was, I mean, it had all the bells and whistles, but it was not a Telluride. So we go back and Kevin's like, we're not getting it. And also he's like, what if I do this and you, I guarantee you, you'll pay less than this. Will you take it today? And I was like, no, I I haven't drove anything else. Like I'm not, we're not going to seal the deal like that. And I said also, and he goes, well, what's, what's the problem? I said, I, I wanted to tell your ride. So now it's like, I'm kind of still settling knowing that like my payment would still be that much. So he had all, all chances to say, you know what? Let's look at a base Telluride and let's see where that could get you. I would have walked out with a Telluride if they would have said that. They didn't. They were like, oh, well, they tried to have wheeling and dealing. We can get you black. We can get you white. We can add this. Oh, can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why this just... So uh, I asked the guy about, uh, I said, how are the Tellurides selling? Because I, I don't think that, that that car will sell very well right now. But for anybody listening, I've since, Ashley, you told me you wanted that a year ago... Mm-hmm. And I asked Paul, and we were talking, and I was like, you know what the Telluride is? And this is what Kia is. Kia is a great maker of cars. Paul has always pushed me towards them. Um, a Telluride is a poor person's luxury SUV. I told 100%. you that. I told 100%. you. It's, it's like my budget Range Rover. Like, Range Rover is my dream car when I don't have kids. It is my budget, <laughs> family-friendly Range Rover. He said they're selling them eight or $9,000 over, over markup right now. Because... Yeah. A lot of people want them, so, and they don't have a lot of inventory, so there's no deals on them. Yeah. I, I, I didn't need a deal. Like, I saw the base price, and I saw what the hell they were trying to put me into. They were, probably, they were putting me into a $42,000 Sorento. Are you fucking serious? Like, <laughs> Wait. Put, throw, me, throw me back to the $34,000, $36,000 fucking Telluride. Like, it's math, people. I do numbers all day. Get out of here. So, how... How come what you told them you wanted to pay wouldn't work with a Telluride? I think they forgot and they didn't. They I, I gave them two options. I said Telluride twice. I said I want a black car and or maybe a Telluride. 
and they never once said it again. They were trying to push us into the lease of a blue Sorrento with bells and whistles, and I didn't want it. So I drove to Volkswagen, test drove the base version of an Atlas with a very dear friend from like 10 years ago when we got our first Volkswagen, and loved that. And then I was like, oh, he ran the pricing, and it was way under what we wanted to spend. And I was like, next step up, please. So then we went the next step up, drove it. The wheels are bomb. The car was great. I absolutely loved it. And we walked out with a car that night that I got to keep for the weekend to make sure I liked it. Awesome. And went back and bought it on Monday. Fantastic. You love your car, or else I wouldn't tell you this, because I was kind of surprised. Are you familiar with the Murano? Yes, the Nissan. The yeah. Nissan. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when I was over there today, my, my friend whose husband I was working with on a Mazda, she told me she, she got a great deal on hers, but they told me that they're doing two years, nothing down, 269 a month. Wow. Hmm. But I think the Murano is still only a two passenger or a two row, right? It is only a two row. I believe so. And yeah, I've got a third row. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul told me, because when I saw that that was a good deal, it's got some giddy up. It's a six cylinder and it's got some horsepower. Paul's like, it's bigger, it's heavier, it's not going to go how you want. But I, your car looks great. Thank you. You're what welcome. monster are you, what monster are you looking at? Because I was looking at those as well. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, Paul loves Mazda, um, but uh, the, the CX 30. Okay. So. Um, I was looking at a CX 9 because I wanted the third row. Like I was adamant on getting a freaking third row. Um, so, but that was a little bit out of my price range. What about it? Did you look at a pilot? I did. Uh, I just, I just wanted something different. I've had, I've I've had my two Hondas for like ever. Good. Do different. Um, wah, wah, wah. My car is broken down. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I was just going to ask you that. Wah, wah, wah. I just like. Is it still the brakes? Yeah, I'm. I'm like I'm in this. So I'm in this um, hibernation phase. So I don't actually care to go out. And I had been working from home for a period of time, so I didn't actually need it. So I didn't really prioritize getting it fixed. I mean, I have AAA, so I can send it off to the mechanic. Then the mechanic was shut down because of COVID for a while. So. I can go get it fixed. And then I was like, well, let me wait until I get my stimulus and I'll use that so I can manage my finances. And then I found out I'm not getting my stimulus until I claim it in my taxes. <laughs> and I'm just oh, like, well, shit, <laughs> I'm going to have to sit down and figure this out. I need to get my car fixed. Is my it little just sh- the brakes? My little shit car. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the brakes. The brake lines went out. So I have a very good person because my car that I had, I'm selling to my sister. So it was like, you know, selling to family is very nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure it was like in tip top shape. I took it to a place to get tires about four months ago. And then I didn't really care because exactly like you, I've not been driving almost at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I've drive maybe downtown once a week. And uh, they, the said tire place was like, oh yeah, we couldn't do an alignment because you need a tie rod replaced. Oh, I t- mm. took it to my dad's place that we took it. We take everything to. And mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, no, everything's completely fine. So what they were going to charge me four hundred fifteen dollars to fix. I got fixed for 70. It was just it just needed an alignment. And where like, is a, this place? A, a nut was loose. Anthony Wayne Tire and Auto. I swear by them. We've gone there since I was 16. Oh, he is the most honest and nice person. 
Yeah. Um, he calls you and tells you what it's going to cost beforehand. He doesn't just do the work or tell you what it's going to be. He actually gets in there and looks first. Nice. I love them. They should all do that, that, by the way. Agreed. I, I had to like pat myself on the back. I'm like, I'm being such an adult right now only because I have wanted a new car for a long time. And I was even looking, I don't know, Eric, it was before the pandemic. So was it this time last year? I don't remember. I was looking for another car and I was like, I'm going to have a car. And when I got my car repaired in April, I said, just do what you can do. So it will last me through to the fall. I'm getting another one in the fall. Like I remember verbatim. That was Mm -hmm. what I said to him, fix what you can. So I will survive through to the fall. And, um, and then we decided we wanted a house. And so I said, okay, well, if we want a house, then I'm not going to get a new car. So I'm going to have to drive this hoopty around for like another year or so. <laughs> so here I am in my little compass. The, the I'm going to get a new one. The good thing is you're not driving a lot anymore. And, and, and a lot of people aren't. And, you know, this is one of the things that people have had to evaluate. And we've, I think we've all read and certainly talked and, and heard about how people have like Alex, like you did, if I'm going to be at home all the time, I'm going to leave the city or get a house that I really like and get uh-huh. some space. I, uh-huh. I haven't heard people talk about how they're approaching their vehicles that way either. I've always had my, like how Ashley kind of was set on a Telluride. I've always had my heart set on a uh, Grand Cherokee. And so I just know that was all I looked at last time. I did test drive a forerunner, a Toyota forerunner, and we didn't love it. Like we expected that it was going to be, like a good size and Thomas specifically got into the driver's seat and the passenger seat. And it was not a comfortable ride at all. It I'm just like, no, this isn't going to work. Cause he's like, he barely fits in the compass. He's like wreck it Ralph in that. So, <laughs> um, I was going to get probably a Jeep Grand Cherokee, although he's been trying to in- inch me towards an Explorer, like a, the Explorer F- sports editions. You should go try the Volkswagen Atlas, the cross sport. Ooh, fancy. Because that is not, does not have the third row. So, like, the back seats even set back further. So, it's, like, a lot more spacious. The size of my car is, the inside is so much bigger than what the size looks like. So, I love our, he has a Durango, and I love our Durango because nice. I feel like I'm the queen of the roads when I'm driving yeah. that thing. And it's got, a, it's got a special engine. I don't know. I say special because I can't tell you what kind, but it goes very fast and it's loud. <laughs> so like if, if I want to pass somebody up cause they just like cut in front of me, then I can easily just and then I'm in there. I don't, whatever engine does that, that's what we got. And I love it. And I feel like a, the queen of the road. So I want something like that. Is that like a Hemi? Does it like, I think so. With a Hemi? I think it is. Oh, uh, that sounds yeah. right. Cause that, I think that like the, they, they go in the big Rams, I think. Dodge Rams. Yeah. 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 Super. It's super fast. I love it. Ashley, how many have how many miles have you driven it so far? Have I or Kevin? He wants <laughs> to like this He's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go pick this up, and I'm like, oh, Whatever, Kevin, go, go do you? I don't even care. I, I do I have to get out of pajamas? Um, uh, I think it's like four hundred. Four hundred miles. Yeah, I think okay. like maybe well, four, maybe five. We can definitely tell that you love it, so that that's good. I'm glad you you yeah. got you got something that that you wanted because. Um, I, I miss you having that truck. That was awesome. I know. Everyone was like, like everyone that knew me when I had the truck, they're like, why don't you get a truck again? Like, that was cool. Like, you loved your truck. I'm like, I, I did, but like, I don't really need it. I don't, I don't. <laughs> and once you have a goddamn truck, everyone asks you to move everything. Even That's having true. this car, 
like the first day I sh- like drove it by Erica's to go show Erica on the way home. And she's like, great. There's a rug I want at home. That's like an 11 by 12. Can we go pick it up tomorrow? Cause she saw that like all the seats folded down and I was like, Oh my God. So I'm like, if I had a truck, it would be way worse. Everyone needs help with something. Um, speaking of Erica, so she, she got her cat. What did, what did, what did you tell me? She got, well, cause I didn't fully know that she was going to get it. I don't she know how cat. cat. Yes. I don't know how cat adoption works. Like, do you go and touch it and like, see if you <laughs> like it first? <laughs> like, is it, you know, like I feel, I feel like an animal is a big purchase. So I felt like, you know, you spend time with it. I don't know how that works. I literally so I went into a room, picked mine up and walked out and walked out of the room with him. And I said, yes. I'll take this one and handed it to them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically what she did virtually. She was like, this one, this one right here. I want this one. And she sent a message. I started messaging her last night. And they were like, yeah, you can come tomorrow, 1230, pick it up, take it home. And I was like, it's just like that. It's just done. And she goes, yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> so, she, like, okay. so she picked him up already? Yeah, 1230 today. I would have warned her to be careful that sometimes when they when you bring them home, they like to give a big meaty shit on your clothes or your um, bed because they're scared. So <laughs> like, you remember that rug I just talked about that we got? Oh, my no. God. <laughs> I, I haven't heard yet. I haven't heard. But that rug is fucking white. White. Ooh. So A- Alex, I brought it up because last night Ashley asked me if I if I could pull a string to make sure Erica gets this cat. And by the time that I had confirmed that it was scheduled, Ashley's like, yeah, I know. I drank a lot of wine last night. So So I I giving. That's funny. Um, When I got my when I got my sweetie Tyrion a couple years ago, I went and my cat died. I waited a couple months and then Thomas and I were like, let's just go get another one. So um, we went to um, the Toledo Humane Society just to look around and I saw him and fell in love with him, but I was leaving for vacation three days later for 10 days. So I couldn't, I'm like, can you, can I pay for him and you just keep him? Like, I don't want to leave him, please. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And I said, but I love him so much, please. They're like, no, we can't do that. And so um, I said, okay, they said, just keep checking the website. He'll, I'm sure he'll be here. Keep checking the website. He's been here like a month. And I said, all right, fine. And I kept checking the website and then one day he was gone and I was so upset because I had to like work into him because he only has three legs. So at first I said, I can't have a three legged cat. Like I can't do that. I'm not going to take this cat. Like I'm not going to take this little thing. And then he started playing with his toys and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so cute. And so I decided to take him, but then I couldn't. So then when we got back, he was gone. I was really sad. I was crying about it. And so I left. I was legitimately crying. I was that invested. So then I left and then we came back the next day and he was there. And I was like, is that him? And I saw him like lift his little nub. He has like a little bit of a leg and I saw him lift it while he was bathing himself in the window. (laughs) And I just went and snatched him. Like there was already somebody looking at him. Like there was already like a family looking at him. And um, I walked in front of them and picked him up and took him out of the room and shut the door. <laughs> and I was so excited. And then when I found out the family, apparently somebody adopted him and then brought him back because they took him to their family vet who said, because he doesn't have a leg, he was going to have a ton of health problems and that he was a bad investment. And so they brought him back and oh he's God. been the, the best investment. Uh, so um, I have work calls that I have to make now that I can't avoid anymore. You guys. Okay. Love you. Gotta go. Right, bye. 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 
That's bullshit that they did that to her. Um, with the cat. Yeah. yeah like hold totally. the cat. Um, so the answer sounds like no, but I've come across with you anyway. But I've come across some people, and I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, just like other months, I didn't know. There's dry January. Yeah. I wouldn't have made it, even if I tried, like, really hard. But I wouldn't have made it through yesterday. And was it a stress? Oh, because of the new stuff? Yeah, it was. You know, actually, to be honest, it's been a really shitty first seven days. Right. So I was like, you know, I had COVID scare, started my lady time all on the first day of January. Ended up getting COVID tested. Didn't have that, thank God, but had... um, I have like sinusitis and a double ear infection. Mm. And then fast forward to like Tucker goes back to school. We all know how that goes. Already got Wait. into it a little bit with his teacher. He's the, the TPS is back. Oh no, just virtually. Like Vir- they got he's it. still, okay. yeah, just has to attend a, you know, a thing again. Um, I've gotten into like very condescending emails back and forth with the teacher. So yeah, life is great. Like, it's just, it's like one thing after another. And then yesterday was like just the like icing on the cake. I was like, that's it. I need wine and I'm drinking. I'm going to come back to the Tucker thing, but let me go with the mm-hmm. wine thing for a second. Um, yeah, I, or I, I didn't know that, that dry January was a thing. And I guess it's because people are doing Christmas parties and other social events during the holidays. So you want to slow down in January. But I feel right. like we, I feel like I brought this up and we've discussed this before. You, I, you, I think you might know what I'm going to say. Dry January is probably successful for a lot of people, and then February 1st hits, and then you jump into a pool of alcohol, offsetting all the gains you think you had in January. Yes, I completely agree with that. <laughs> and also, it's kind of like, I mean, I get wanting to, you know, slow down or, you know, whatever, um, but, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, a month isn't going to completely change your liver nor your life, nor maybe you get a little bit more sleep. I don't know. Like, I get better sleep when I have a few glasses right. of wine. Um, I would guess for half the people that are maybe looking to drink a little less, maybe less than half, it works for them. But everybody else has just, like, these alcohol pangs come January 31st, and all they want to do is they can't wait for the calendar to turn, and they just rip into the first week of February. And undo right. everything they did. Yeah, exactly. I think people just maybe do it too to more like, hey, can I do this? Can I like actually instead of like making, uh, you know, like a whole year, like this is going to be my commitment to this year, my resolution. They're like, I'm just going to stop drinking for January. <laughs> Don't go crazy. I'm not changing my life. But, you know, I'm going to pass on the booze for, you know, this next 31 days. Pick something else you want to test yourself at and just drink moderately January, February and every other month. Because, again, that's still like you're great. You you make it through January. And you're like, look at that. I did that. And then you literally jump into a pool of wine on February 1st. So I have you know. ever thought about stop drinking? Like, it's not like oh my God, I have a problem. I need to stop drinking. But have you ever thought like, you know what? I'm not going to drink for the next two weeks. Uh, yeah. Usually like everybody else, like when I've had like too much of something one night and like, ah, but yeah. Like a little bender. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I've had uh, that. I've had that like where I like, I'm like, there's no way I could do this again. Why do I do this to myself? I, I enjoy drinking alcohol. Like, I, 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 I no, don't same. Right. I, I think we, we can agree with this and you've probably asked yourself and we had a big alcohol discussion earlier this week um, when it relates to, to my mood and stuff. But um, 
I'm not dependent on it. I just like it. Like, similarly how, um, what's something else I like? There's nothing really else that I like. <laughs> like, I like, I love my, I, I love my dogs. Shoes. You like shoes. Yeah. yeah. The best thing I can come up with yeah. is my dog. Like, I like my dogs. I love them. I could live without, I am not dependent upon them. Um, they're not addictive like it, like alcohol. I guess this is getting into the weeds of things, but um, <laughs> we're on the same page here. And, and good luck to everybody trying a dry January. Let me know how you feel at the end of the month and what your first seven drinks are like uh, It's four minutes into February 1st. Exactly. And is it February 1st? And what does that fall on? A Monday? Sunday? A Monday. Yeah. Good luck with that one. I, I think Proctor tried this a couple of years ago. It, it, Proctor, Monica, and Vinny. And I just laughed at them. I'm like, okay, okay. well, anyway. Um, what's the Tucker thing? Oh, you know, I I probably shouldn't even talk about it, really. I don't know where I'm at with how about, it. How about your, um, son, your son, Craig? Yeah, uh, my son Craig. Um, so we have problems with things that are done in this classroom. I don't feel are a, engaging enough. And maybe it's a little judgment. Clearly, I'm not a teacher, but um, there's a lot of papers, a lot of paperwork. I've talked to other people, other parents, other teachers that teach the same grade. I've talked to parents of kids with kids in the same grade, and no one has the amount of papers that come home. And a lot of the day previous to the questions and the conversations I had and asked, um, and then copied all parents on to make sure that the pressure was felt so she had to answer and say what I wanted to hear. Um, it would be like, hey, find this paper. And they're literally going through, and I'm not shitting you, not shitting you, 120 sheets of paper. Even if I had them separated into folders, it then went down to like 54 sheets. Where does that Clearly, come, Where's this paper coming from? The teacher. like the, like the It's like loose leaf sheets, like worksheets. Why are we that still doing that in 2020? Thank you. Like, I even offered to like, I offered. I was like, I can put all of this like into Google. Like I can send all of this to you. Like the very first test they took was completely messed up. I'm like, if you send this all to me, I will do this for you. Like, I'm very good at that kind of stuff. Um, I, I'm happy to help for free. Like, let me take this burden off you. Nope. Nope. nope, nope. Hmm. Uh, never tapped into it. So once again, when we announced that we're starting back in January, I went to pick, well, Kevin went to go grab his stuff, came home, brought it to me. I literally opened it. And it was, I counted every single sheet. It was 78 pieces of paper. Again. Oh my God. For January. Like the other class does not use paper at all. Every single thing that they oh, do is on, okay. like, on the computer. Um, I was going to say, yeah. I, I get it's TPS, even though he goes to a really nice, TP, a new TPS school. Um, <laughs> maybe TPS ha doesn't have people that can, can apply current models of learning to apps and but then so it's only a teacher thing yeah that sucks and like yeah, why are we using yeah. all that like i don't care if there was a pandemic or not like why are we using all that paper recycle right no it is i and i get it you know like i mean everyone's a different age like i get it like there's definitely i can and i do i completely understand but where my 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 concern and where my issue came with is i then asked can you please tell me just like for the week 
if not day by day, can you tell me for the week what is needed so I can set that separately? So instead of that 78 pages, it's now 16 pages. Um, that will probably make your day go a lot smoother. I sure as hell know when I'm on a call, you know, in another room or if I'm at work physically, I'm not getting a call from a grandma, Kevin, or my son on his iPad crying, screaming, freaking out because he can't find page 5.5 math practice. Oh my God. Like, it's just, I'm not kidding. And it was met with, um, some suggestions and maybe questions on why I'm so overwhelmed. (laughs) So. I can, you can imagine that I probably didn't respond well to that. Sure. Um, so yeah. Um, there was another thing I was going to add. Well, I'm sorry that that it's going like that. Um, how has work stuff been? And I'm going to ask you and you can tell me we can't talk about it, but how, like how's work stuff for what you do and how's how's hotel business going? Work stuff for what I do is great. Um, I have four now, so that's it's actually really good because I'm learning different things, and I just kind of like that, you know. Right. Um, anything that's like new, I want to like dig all in and figure it out, and that's just kind of my my mo. Um, the hotel is actually doing really really well. It's actually very exciting to see. I would say that we're probably um, like just leading the pack in general, like overall throughout many of the hotels that are in the surrounding area, or even maybe like Midwest would be my bet. Um, I would say mostly because of the way that Michigan has shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're getting, we're busy. The weekend's busy. The Heights is busy. We've had like chef's table dinner, chef table dinners. They've all sold out every single time. Um, so it's really well. I mean, New Year's Eve, like, shocked all of us. I was technically off, and me and, you know, the GM over there were, like, texting back and forth, like, raising rates or, like, trying to find out if we could find more rooms, if we had to put rooms in order, you know? Um, Just because we picked up so much, it was pretty pretty shocking. The Michigan thing makes a lot of sense. Like, I don't love the fact that a social place is so busy, but um, you haven't told me about any super spreader events, and I think you would have told me and not to say anything, so that's good. Yeah, no, there's like literally been nothing. I mean, I can tell you like the people that have had the people that have even had it that have been at work have found out they had it before they returned to work or like they were out of town. Um, you know, they've done a really great job, you know, keeping everyone healthy. No one's been incredibly ill and everyone's been very respectful of everyone else and their time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's been I, really great. I, I'm curious to see because I, I still hate those igloos. Um, do you guys have them this year? Yeah, we have three of them. They're yeah, pretty cool. I, I know they, they're, they're cool, and they're all over downtown, and they're a great idea. But the, the the idea of keeping people insulated like that, like it just seems to keep all the germs and droplets within that thing. Yeah, I mean, I totally, I totally get it. I mean, it's like a little greenhouse, you right. know. Um, I think the goal, and like we aren't letting as many people, I think, as some other places maybe are. I and I don't know that for sure, but I think we're like between six and eight comfortably just because we are still trying to be like, Hey, spread out. Um, but they're awesome. They've had like different people design them. I think one of the bartenders actually designed one of them. Like she went and got all the stuff for it, which is really cool. Um, a floral shop did another one. Um, it's just really cool. They, they all are like a different theme. Um, so it's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Well, a way to utilize the outdoor space, if you will, you know? Yeah. I, and they're they're for warmth, not for, for for. I'm sure there's some people who think that they're 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 COVID reasons, not for warmth reasons, which is what they are. 
But and I, and the story from last year was fucking hysterical about them. Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's it's water under the bridge, so it is what it is. Yeah, um, I just never. I yeah, I can't awesome. talk about. It. I get very mad again. Well, it was uh, it was a pleasure to speak to you. You too. I miss you. Yeah. Um. We'll do stuff again one day, one of these days, maybe in the summer okay. or something like that. How's uh? Well, how- we went to a restaurant before, so we could probably do that again, just safely again. We went the, to the Adesia show. The hamburger, yeah, yeah. Well, but nothing like that. Like do something smaller. I was uh, when I was off last week. I I started off like a bat out of hell. Um, I started off like you in your first ride in that in that Atlas that you, in that Volkswagen that you had, just flooring it. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, hold on there, Larry. There's a fucking pandemic. <laughs> Now, granted, like where I was going and when I was going, these places were very quiet. Like I was not, excuse me, pardon me, you know, navigating through yeah. at at home or anything or wherever else I was running. But I was at like six places within a half a day on Monday. I'm like, hold on there, Larry. Get your ass back in the house and put a mask on. That's so funny. Where's going to be like, what's the first thing? And I, I asked this question because you know, I probably know somewhat the answer. What's the first thing you want to do when, like, you can go do whatever you want, go wherever you please, without a mask? That's a tough question for me to answer. I have to. I feel like I should give it some thought, but I also think you're expecting people to just jump out with the first thing that comes to mind. Like, I can do anything I want to do, so far as I can think of right now. Um, because the places that I go don't ever have a lot of people anyway. I said without a mask. Like there's certain things that like, you, like they're just not the same. Like right. I cannot go shake my ass at George's at all right now, but let alone go shake my ass at George's with a mask. Like right. I would die. I would die. Yeah. But you know me, not my kind of thing. <laughs> I know, but there's gotta be something that like, you know, God. you'd want to. I can't think of anything. You can, you can think, you can think about and, it. And to be quite honest, especially over the last couple of weeks, as winter has settled in, um, I'm. I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to keep doing the mask thing in the winter months because you know what? With the it cold, does keep you warm. Yeah, with the cold, <laughs> biting wind and a hood yeah. and a hat on, like my face is much warmer with a mask on. Yeah, you know those like gator things that they have, mm-hmm. but they have like the made for winter. Yeah. Erica, like her mom made this one and I looked like a little babushka. Like I put it over my head and then it was over my face and I was the coziest I had been. And I was like, I'm never taking this off. I'm taking this home. This is now mine. It's so cozy. Even just, and then having the mask on underneath it, I was like, yes, <laughs> this, is, this is nice. I could go to the zoo like this, you know, in the middle of winter. No, no way yeah. else. No I'm, way else. I'm feeling it. it. And it's funny. Like I, I have taken to the mask thing from, from, from the get go. And I felt I felt like such a jerk. So a couple of times last week, I went to the uh, I went to the carryout next to the gaming store where I live. Okay, are you familiar with it? Yep. Okay, it's called, I've never been in that carryout, right. but I know like, where there's nothing there. in there. Like you can get, it's very limited. Um, and I never went there. I always thought it was kind of kind of shady, so I, I just went to the gas station instead. But I went in last week. I actually went in twice, and I don't know why I did this. Maybe because oh, it's just the carryout. Um, it's not like the zenith of cleanliness or anything like that. For God's sakes, I can, the shampoo, I can buy a bottle of shampoo right next to the, um, to, to where the beer is, but 
I, I went in there twice without a mask on, and I felt awful, and I apologized afterwards both times. Like, I swear to God, I'm not that. Like, the last thing I'm going to be known as is non-mask, like a, the anti-mask person, because that's not me at all. Right, yeah. No. He, the guy oh, yelled at me. He's like, use your shirt, use your shirt. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to get my mask and do this properly. <laughs> use your shirt, use your shirt. It's the worst. I've totally, I've gotten up, I mean, I've gotten up from tables and then like walked away and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like you do like the, like duck your head down real quick, and, like right. cover your mouth and walk back to your table, pretend no one saw it. No, I know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. They're thinking like June, July, right? Like that'll be when they're maybe mask free. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not even going to gather. I have no problem with like the vaccines and the medical community and yeah. and government and all that stuff. I have a problem with people um, and their unpredictability because this is arguably worse than what we were dealing with in the springtime. So if you want to tell me that the vaccines are working, but people are being irresponsible, they're getting one, they're not getting getting the second dose, they're forgetting their appointments. Like I'm not, I, I'm not making any plans. Yeah, yeah. How's It'll your, be interesting. How's your insane? So I can she be Cardi P or Parker B? I don't even Parker know what T. To call her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Parker T. Parker. Parky Parky T is crazy. She's literally like, she will be the death of me. Like I I have a feel like I was never hit as a child. <laughs> Nothing like never happened. I don't know that like at some point when she's sixteen, she's probably gonna swing on me, and then like Eastside Bash is gonna come back out and like pull my arm back so quick. Hopefully, I will still have the strength and the patience that I have today that will stop myself. But that girl, like she she sat on our front steps on what day was it monday she was like i hate you which you're not even allowed to say hate in my house i hate you you are not I, she always says i'm not your mom which means like you're not my mom i'm not your mom anymore and i'm finding a new family i said okay go get your shoes on this little lady got her shoes on put on her coat i said here you go here's the winter hat she said bye i'll see you never and went outside and sat on our front steps for about 60 seconds. Tucker's over crying because he cannot believe that she's leaving to go find a family. And he is so upset because he cannot believe that she would actually do it. And she sat on that those steps for a good 45, 50 seconds. I like turned on the camera so I could watch her, make sure she didn't go walk away. But I swear to God, she is the most difficult thing. Does I don't, she, I don't know. Does she torment part, uh, Tucker? Um, no, no, I would say that's a more mutual thing. Like that's a total brother sister thing. Okay. But like, if he touches her, she'll come back with that fist and he might knock him right across his face. He should, he should get a week away from her and be like, you know what? This I, I don't get to pick on her anymore, but this is kind of, there's more room. There's less yelling. I get more attention than the parents. This is kind of nice. Uh, yeah. She's, yeah. she's a crazy bitch. Um, there's... she is. She is crazy. Like, she is absolutely have i have, i'm gonna send to you her dance no, or did i already send no. that to you well hold on no she did that dance when i was oh over. she did it yes and, yes and, and then you said like you can't take a video of this or anything or talk about it because it was it was it was profane coming from yeah. is she's four yeah she's yeah four. so last night i texted alex and we were texting about you know all the stuff going on i'm like that's okay. it i'm done good night i'll talk to you tomorrow and she sent me a picture of um what's the clown the it guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. She sent me that guy, and, and it says good night. Not nearly as terrifying as when you, when you sent me a picture of Parker that one day um, from Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> it, it was it was it was terrifying. Uh, she looks like she's looking through your soul, like not even into yeah. it. She's peering through it. She's going to yeah. I mean, she's going to make a badass bitch. There's no question about it. Like she will ruin men's lives. It's I like, have no question about like that. The slutty version of the Exorcist or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen, but she. She'll be fifteen. She put change in her pants yesterday. She put change in her pants, and was like walking around. I guess like I was on Facetime with her because I was still over at Air Guys. I went over there to work, and she's just stuck. She's like, I got money, and then she's like shaking her butt. Like, you, she walks around going body yaddy 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 like i never had to worry about any of that with tucker like he'd say it but like he didn't understand it it's like this bitch knows what it means like she's like you want to watch this i'm like no i don't i want to watch any of that you Put better away. hope you're scaring and pr- the children you better hope and pray in the next 10 years that this country does like a 180 when it comes to Christianity and conservatism and we really find our Bible again so that she doesn't have any kind of access to work in porn or you gotta hope OnlyFans goes away or else I don't, I mean, listen I I also don't want her to find the Bible because you know that's not my style that's but you know probably, well, we just that, gotta find we have to find the right way to read it in like I'm like we should put her in dance like she she's very into no, it she will watch no. a video she will do it yes no she will do exactly what it says yes then she can go be like a hip-hop dancer yeah but that's but too, like a real one not that, like a video hoe. it's too close to the culture that you want to keep her away from you need to make her like you really like sit her down and let her watch queen's gambit nobody did anything hoary in chess yeah i'm telling did you did i ever tell you about when i went to i went to a uh psychic before i had parker before i think i was even pregnant with parker and they were like She's going to be so beyond her years. She's going to be the child you have to sit down and you have to physically explain to her like what everything means at a very young age. She will be advanced in just the way that she knows things. They're like, you are the same. Like I knew about sex at six. I found a book I could read at six. I read the entire thing. My mom was mortified because then I told everyone that my mom babysat, like all the kids. I was like, oh, this is what a penis is. This is what that is. And this is what they do. My mom was mortified. Like I had to call all these parents like, um, Ashley, just gave your children a sex education lesson. That is probably going to be. And basically what this psychic said was like, you, she's going, you're going to have to tell her things. Like you're going to have to light a flame and probably put her finger through it and say like, look, this is fire. It will burn you. And I've had that already. Like I have to be like, do not walk into the street cause you will get hit by a car. And then she'll turn and she'll go. So what happens if I get by, hit by a car? And I'm like, you will die. And she's like, oh, okay. And so then she gets out of the street. Like it does not phase her. Or Tucker would be like, what do you mean I'm going to die? I'm only seven. Yeah. Like, he would lose his mind. He's She's so, like, okay, bitch. He's so soft and sensitive. And you're going to yes. you're gonna have to explain to her that her vagina is not a business opportunity. Yes. Like, also, like, like the fandom stuff. Like, I'm, she'll probably know before. And then, like, Tucker will be 14 and crying. <laughs> like, in his bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, she'll be like, listen, bro. Now I got to tell you. She says that, too. She's like, bro, bro, here. Take my plate out. I'm like, I am your mother. Get out of here. She's going to sleep with his friends. Stop it. Don't even say that because that's also awful and I don't want to think about it, but actually probably true. Uh, 
you Tucker, you'll come home one night and Tucker, no. will, be, Tucker will be playing video games and you'll come home one night. And you're like, hey, where's your sister at? And he'll be like, you know, she's upstairs. She's, just, she's upstairs with a couple of guys. She said she would have offered you some, but you weren't home yet. She says, don't even, say, <laughs> don't even do not talk. About I'm telling you, if you, if you get in the dance, you are putting her too close to temptation. Get her into chess, perhaps some kind of like uh contractor work. Like maybe she can figure play. I, you want, uh, you want uh, Tucker to, to pick up trades. There you go. Yeah. Like they, they can work together. They can be plumbers, but keep her away from anything that where a, there's body movement. <laughs> She has rhythm. Like the rhythm is gonna get you. I mean, I don't know. We'll see yeah. what happens. Time will tell. All right. Well, I'm glad you like your new car. It was good to catch up and uh, just too. plan for uh, plan to do Thursdays on, and just give me a heads up whether whether you're you're in or not. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.